Hey, baby, welcome back to another episode of the Hilt Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Amber Kenny. And baby, if you are not already following the Hilt Podcast on TikTok and Instagram, I think you got an issue with me at this point. Because why is you not following me on there? Okay, that's Hilt with a T, honey, on both TikTok and Instagram. And baby, Listen, I don't even know if I'm ready for this conversation. I have the absolute honor and privilege of speaking with the one, the only, Miss Katia, honey. Don't do that. I know, because one thing about it and two things for show, on the last day of Black History Month, I get to talk to Sakethia. We about to cut up. We gonna cut up. That's what we gonna do. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, I'm ready. So happy to have you. Hi, T. How is you doing? Yo, let me tell you something. I am. It's wild that you say that because uh, I was with a friend yesterday, and I told my friend that I am mentally healthy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm in, and I'm mentally healthy for the first time in a very, very long time. And it feels really good. And I am just going to be in this moment. Yes. Right now. I'm just going to be in this moment, baby. You dig what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> that's yes, where I'm at. Honey, we are practicing being present in the moment. Let's go. And that's a wonderful feeling. Um, yeah being able to like finally say that and the weight has lifted and you are in a good place in your life we love that we love that. Mm-hmm. okay well mm-hmm. let's jump into this first question so we know miss sakethia and those for those of you that don't know miss sakethia be dropping the gyms and mm. i'm i'm almost certain that you've heard some of her viral sounds alexa drop yeah. some of the music from the 1990s <laughs> So you probably have heard some of her viral sounds, but today we're going to talk about something that she has had to grow through and live through and has decided to share with the people on TikTok, which we are so grateful that she chose to do that. So let me ask you, yes, what's the message that you want to send with your TikTok overall? Hmm. You know... <laughs> Uh, that's really interesting because my TikTok morphed into something else, yeah. right? Um, because, you know, originally, like everybody starts off TikToking, you know, you're doing maybe a dance or you're doing the audios or whatever. Yeah. Uh, however, my personal life uh, was spilling over. And because of that, I needed kind of like an outlet, like I used TikTok more of like a video diary for a little while and just being really transparent, being transparent about my addiction, being transparent about my mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it took other, other people started relating to me and um, say, saying, Hey, you're saying the things that I can't say, you know? And uh, it's more, it's still morphing. I guess the, the, but the main message that I want, that I even verbally always say mm-hmm. is that to celebrate you, the big and the small celebrate it all. Yeah. Um, I also talk a lot about boundaries and setting them and not feeling guilty about doing what it is that you need to do for you and do the shit that you need to do. And sometimes whatever it is that you need to do, you don't need to explain yourself. 
Okay. Do what it is that you need to do for you. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I believe that again with my TikTok, I just want to give people that type of strength or to help them have that type of strength. Um, and just for people to know that, you know, what you're going through, it's not going to always be easy for you to get through it. Yeah. But you can make it out on the other side. You did what I'm saying? Um, because that's what I'm doing and that's what I'm still doing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I love that you added in that you are teaching people that it's okay to celebrate yourself. It's okay to celebrate others. You know, those, those, that level of celebration is very important, especially on your healing journey. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of the pillars of the Heels podcast is we celebrate black women for our whole selves, like our fullness in everything that we are. That's Mm -hmm. what, you know, we celebrate. So I love that there is that that aspect of what you do yeah because we be forgetting to celebrate ourselves achievements. most definitely most definitely forget because i think a lot of times Mm -hmm. well i know we are preconditioned you better believe that doing something for ourselves or patting our own selves on the back or speaking about what it is that we have done being proud of whatever you know, to focus on ourselves is selfish. That's right. I have worked on uh, reprogramming myself when it comes okay. to that. You know what I'm saying? It has taken a lot of work, but baby, I'm, I'm on that. You get what I'm saying? I'm on that. Best yeah. believe. Exactly. Because if you can high five everybody else, why you can't high five yourself? Honey, I'm high fiving me, triple, triple fiving me, pat my own self on the back, me, all that. I know that's right. And yes. point blank period. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned um, the things that you experienced in terms of addiction and other things. Yes. And you've been very open about that, like on your TikTok. You've been open about your story just in general. And baby, me, I'm the type, I'm gonna be like, look, you own your story, so can't nobody come back and sell it to you. So sure. that's yes, just totally. is what it is, right? So you've been very open about your story. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to share those things publicly? Well, um, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. One, my transparency has always given me freedom. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and I know that when it comes down to things like addiction, when it comes down to, um, especially addiction, when it comes down to addiction, when it comes down to uh, you having a lot of toxic traits, uh, that you had toxic behaviors, yeah. like I say, I used to be, or I'm a recovering drug addict. Um, I also used to be a dirtbag, a liar, a cheater, uh, a scallywag. Uh, uh, You couldn't, I'm not somebody that you could trust. Those are all the things that I used to be. Those are normally some of the things I guess that people would be ashamed of, but that's who I was. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be ashamed of any facet of who the hell I used to be and who the hell I am right now. Right. I felt it was important for me to speak from my whole chest when it came down to my addiction and mental health is because I don't see a lot of black women doing it. You better. You know what I'm saying? Now, true that my messages, especially when it comes down to the mental health situation are for everyone. Right. However, however, comma, when it comes down to seeing black women just 
really being transparent and really talking about it. We didn't all get to go to Betty Ford and all the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know Black women like myself Mm -hmm. who have had to work through addiction and everything else out here in the real world. You know what I'm saying? Our experiences are vastly different. You know what I'm saying? Because when it comes down to a lot of the places that you can go for help, they are based on Eurocentric studies. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us are out here getting it from the mud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm 45. I've been on drugs the majority of my life. You know what I'm saying? And so I just felt that it was important for somebody that looked like me to speak on this for somebody else that looks like me that will see me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I've gotten um, a lot of people telling me that it was refreshing. A lot of Black women telling me that it was refreshing to, to be able to see another black woman talk about this you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely yeah now we in general are just silenced a lot when it comes to our feelings our mental health among so many other things like we're not allowed to have anxiety we're not allowed to have depression and, and first of all we we're just now talking about like high functioning depression in black women that's correct. You know, and so That's we're correct. in the year 2022 and we're just now starting to have this dialogue because we have created the space for ourselves to feel, you know, safe and comfortable saying this. But like in corporate, honey, anxiety, where ADHD, where neurodivergent, what? Let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, you know, of course, the, the work that I do, I work in a corporate office and yeah. things like that, you know what I'm saying? And I've always done that type of work, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's like, I'll say this. I will say that I'm sure a lot of us during mm-hmm. pandemic, when we were alone and here and keeping still, yeah. um, really had to face facts with a lot of different things. And okay. during pandemic and so forth, that's when, like how you were saying, you know, a lot of different things were created. A lot of different things were discovered, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, especially in the mental health field as well. And especially in the mental health field regarding black and people of color, you know what I'm saying? About the help that we don't receive and what's not set up for us. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, that even caused me to even jump in myself. So like now I'm a certified mental health first aid and uh, ADAR, which was very important. Um, and even wanting to dip do- deep dive even more into mental health. When it comes down to mental health and Black women specifically, you know, we're not able to speak on something because we have to be strong. I do not allow anybody to call me a strong Black woman. Nope. I, I don't allow that. Um, I, yeah. am, I do cry. I need assistance. I need a battle boy sometimes. I need a hug. I need to scream. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I like to feel all of my, I feel all of my feelings now. You know, before I used to look at that as like it was a compliment. Oh, girl, you're so strong. No, that, that implies that I would never need anything that I don't feel something. And I, and I do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I correct people a lot when they say that to me. Oh, you're so strong. No, baby. No, no. I'm, I'm a human being. And First let's of all. not ever forget that. Yes. <laughs> let's not ever forget that point. 
come back in full agreement no don't call me that either please do not like no Mm -hmm. no Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. so what's something that you wish someone had said or done for you at your lowest point my lowest point Mm. I don't know see this question is always tricky because this question also reminds me of the what would you tell your younger self oh yeah Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying now at my lowest point, what I wish somebody would tell, would have told me, I wish that maybe somebody would have told me in my lowest point mm-hmm. that there was no time clock or time timetable for greatness, mm-hmm. that your journey, your path, what you're going through, of course, is not going to last always, right. but there's no timetable on you getting better or it getting better or you having you're you're now in this low moment but this isn't going to last forever and there's no timetable on your greatness you know because a lot of times at my lowest point because I've had so many of them I always used to get so upset with myself because I felt like I should really be here but I'm stuck here for whatever reason. I'm 45 years old, finally in the last couple of years, really getting it right, being clean, being, you know, um, mental, more mentally healthy, more stable. And I'm right on fucking time. Yeah. I'm right on time. You dig what I'm saying? But to somebody else, it may not seem that way. That's for you. This is right. my journey. You dig what I'm saying? This, this yeah. is where I'm at, baby. I'm, I'm right on time. You dig what I mean? Okay. So I wish that at my lowest point that, you know, that somebody would have maybe told me or reminded me, number one, that this isn't going to last forever. And my greatness is going to come when it's my time for it to come. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And managing other people's opinions of you is not your job. Oh, it's not. (laughs) And it is. (laughs) Best believe it. You let me know when you can start paying your bills with people's opinions. Boom. Okay. Please know. That's now where I'm at. No car note with somebody's opinion in two cents, baby. I'm trying to tell you. Let I'm me trying to tell you. Look. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's right. Someone who is listening to this podcast could potentially be struggling right now. Mm-hmm. What's something that someone who is struggling with this type of thing, what should they know right now in this moment? You mean with um, maybe an addiction or mental health issues or finding out who they are? Honestly, a culmination of all three of those things. Yes, because they are all married. I will tell you this, and I'm going to always remind everybody, and I remind everybody of this, number one, that you are one of the most important projects that you will ever get an opportunity to work on, period, right? That doesn't mean that you don't give a fuck about anybody else. That doesn't mean that you don't care what anybody else thinks or anything like that. No, I just want you to think about the fact that you are one of the most important projects that you will ever get to work on. And just like on the weekends or whatever have you, when you pick up that piece of paper and you make that list about what it is that you need to do, you need to go here, you need to pick up this, you need to pick up that. Stop forgetting about yourself. Yeah. Stop forgetting about yourself and doing what it is that you need to do for you. If you are struggling with addiction right now, 
when it's time for you to do what it is that you need to do for yourself, nobody else can tell you that. Yeah. But you. Because baby, I know that for myself, you know, I was storing up my rent, doing this shit in the dark. I didn't have any electricity. It still wasn't time yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. But then when I got there, I got there. And know that now there are so many available resources now versus what it was like then. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you can, just like you go and search for your favorite dress, baby, you can go in here and you can search for whatever type of help that you may need to succeed when you are uh, battling addiction. Um, Also, your first round, it's not going to stay in a fight. Don't get discouraged, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Because I think I've relapsed 5,011 times. You dig what I'm saying? And you just keep fighting for you because again, you have to remember that you are a very important project. And I know that a lot of people have a hard time believing that they are worth the fight and that they are important but you are yeah just like when you have just like when you have children you give the your children positive reinforcement to let them know that they you know that they can accomplish whatever it is that they set their mind to that they're smart that they're intelligent it's the same thing even when we become adults yeah we need that as well you know, and so if nobody has told you today, if you hear me speaking to you today, I'm here to let you know that you are worth that. You are worth that energy and that, that time. Do work. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. somebody needed to hear specifically that. And I just, I want to like jump back a little bit because I love the way you framed that narrative, the project that you get to work on. Yeah. You know, it's an opportunity, something for you to experience, for you to get to do. And I think that very small shift in perspective is so, so, so important in so many areas of your life. It's huge because again, the get to, right? So I hold on to that. And the reason being is because I think about that get to when it comes down to my boundaries. Yeah. When it comes down to what I will deal with, what yeah. I won't get to deal with, what I won't deal with, who I allow in my space, who I don't allow in my space, because you getting to know me, getting close to me, getting in my space, yeah. getting in my life, getting in my area is a privilege. Exactly. And don't everybody get that. I recognize my importance now Mm -hmm. when I used to didn't. So because of that, everyone doesn't get to get to me. Okay. Because now I recognize how important that I am. You dig what I'm saying? Um, Because I see love in me when I see me. Because I used to didn't love me when I looked at myself. But now I love me. And because of the fact that I love me and then started doing the work that I needed to do on me, Mm -hmm. that let me know that I was one of the most important projects that I will get an opportunity to work on. And again, that transcended across every other level and facet of me. Don't not every, I'm an extrovert, but I do not, I have five friends. You dig what I'm saying? Not every, not everybody gets me. I'm on social media and I've been very transparent, but everybody doesn't know everything about me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, because it's a privilege to get there. 
I get asked to be on pop. Listen, you know, you, you've been my niece from <laughs> forever. Okay. Um, I get asked to be on podcasts and stuff like that all the time. I, I don't do, I don't do, I don't do that. Yeah. Unless I am feeling, if I'm, unless I'm feeling you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, lots of people want to talk to me, but they don't get that. My niece will get that though. But Baby, you know what I'm say something. you got to protect the energy. Okay. Yes. Don't everybody cannot have admission. Okay. There's no, you ain't got a ticket into here. You don't. Okay. Speak on that because I love how you said that too, because people feel weird and guilty and especially when it comes down to family, right? Yeah. Listen, you want any practice, you want good practice, practice uh, throwing the boundaries down with your family. Facts. Just because I've set this boundary up here, uncle, don't mean I don't love you. Yeah. Right? Like sometimes people have a hard time setting boundaries because to the person that you're setting these boundaries with, it feels like they're under attack or that you're doing something to them. This ain't got a, a damn thing to do with you. This right. is me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, um, you know, setting those boundaries, like, like you were saying, you know, everybody doesn't get this energy Mm-mm. and you have to protect your energy. And that's real. That's, that's a fact. Real. Yeah. Cause you've been depleted all your energy and then wonder why you have nothing left for yourself. Baby. It's the whole thing where, you know, people say, uh, I, I, I have a different philosophy on that though. When people say, um, you can't pour from an empty cup. Correct, honey. But best believe, every time I fill up this cup, I'm not pouring anything out of it. I'm thirsty. Okay. I need all the liquid in this cup for me right now. You think right, what I'm saying? Right. When I'm ready to pour from this cup, I'm going to holler at you. But right now, uh, I'm going to fill this up again and a couple more times until I've quenched my thirst first. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. It's your cup. That's right. You'll be feeling entitled to your cup but they don't realize that they have their own cup that they need to fill on their own as Correct. well. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Baby. Mm-mm. Y'all, I, I cannot make this stuff up. Cannot make it up. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, what was the aha moment for you where it was like, um, you know what? I'm a drink from my cup and then I'm gonna fill it back up. And then I'm gonna drink it again, and then I'm gonna fill it back up. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe this time is okay. Like I feel like I'm in a good space to offer from my cup. What was that aha that aha moment for you? The aha moment for me was, you know, I was living a fake ass life. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I was powerballing drugs every night, every night. I was a supervisor. I supervised over 35 some people. Mm-hmm. I was a functioning drug addict. I was coming home. I didn't have any food. Mm. Sometimes I was going to work with no electricity. I had a shit ton of friends. Mm-hmm. I had a shit ton of friends that did not know that all this was going on with me. I am hiding every single thing about me, right? But I still was that friend that was always making sure, I guess, everybody else was okay, right? Mm-hmm. And all of these people did not know that I was on drugs. Now, either I'm really good at hiding it, 
Mm -hmm. Or I actually had a lot of void fillers in my life disguised as friends. Ooh, baby. Okay. Because I was doing drugs for years. So my aha moment was mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yo, I am pouring out of a cup that really essentially is basically empty. I'm dead inside. I'm on drugs. People's around me don't even recognize that. Mm -hmm. But then they still contacted me when they need something. Child. Make this make sense. Because it doesn't. It don't. So then when my aha moment was like when that was one of my aha moments right there. Um, and it was the fact that I needed to have meaningful people in my life. And I needed to recognize that my life had meaning. And it was time for me to, to work on myself and to stop giving up on myself because that's where I was at. I had given up on myself completely, you dig? And I cut all of those people um, out of my life and they were dazed and confused. And, you know, so I just said, yo, I'm doing what it is that I need to do for me. And, you know, I was on drugs and some of y'all didn't even know that. You dig what I'm saying? Like some of y'all didn't even know that, you know, for years. Not saying that, you know, it's their fault, but I mean, damn, you didn't even recognize that something was different. Maybe, maybe because I wasn't really as open with them as maybe I should have been. Right. And maybe that's because I really didn't feel a connection. I had a, I had a tendency to have a lot of placeholders in my life, right. um, but nothing really real. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So like what I have now with people in my life is real shit, you know, and it just feels so good and so different you know what I'm saying, than what I had before. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that was definitely my aha moment when I recognized that I had people in my life that didn't even recognize when I'm different. And mm -hmm. so it was like, yo, what, why are you here? What am I doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It, it was not like a symbiotic relationship where, you know, there's an equal give and take. So they're, they're, right. sitting there, they're not like, pouring into your life they're not asking you questions about who you are and like what you do and where that that's yeah, a yeah. thing when you realize like you've been the one that's asked all the questions and you know all the mm -hmm. things yeah <laughs> how many of us are like that how many of us or how many people out there who uh, are you recognizing? Are you that person? Are you that person that is always making the calls, making the runs, coming through, checking? Yeah. Are, is, is that you? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. anything that we want, of course, we want it to be two-sided. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we are the one making the most noise and we're not really paying attention to to the relationship yeah. that we're in. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's it's a lot. It's crazy what y'all can find out when you get quiet. Woo. That's it. Get That's quiet. It. Get quiet on their ass, baby. Get quiet. Get quiet. <laughs> a real, a real talk. Girl, listen, if if anybody uh just heard what she said, if you don't take anything from this, write that down. <laughs> write get that quiet. down. Get, Get quiet. quiet. <laughs> Listen, I Amber, uh, I demand a TikTok of that to go on. Please and tag <laughs> me so I can do it. You like <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get quiet, baby. Hey, I'm telling you, get quiet on that ass quick because right. you will start to see 
everything that you missed with all the noise as a distraction. That's right. Okay. Mm. What do you hope that people learn from your experiences that you share? You know, what I hope, again, you know, it's about the, you have the ability to make an impact. Yeah. I think that a lot of times we get caught up in the bigness, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, we look at other people and we say that, gosh, we wish that we could do what it is that they do. You know, we have a tendency of comparing ourselves to other people and putting our own selves down in the process. We don't pick that up, but we we do that to ourselves a lot. Yeah. And comparison and, is the thief of joy. I just want to- I'm trying to tell you. you know what I'm mm. And what I've learned and what I want people to take away is, is that you can make an impact regardless if you are making $100,000 a year or $15,000, your story, your help, your assistance can make an impact in somebody's life, somebody that you don't know and somebody that you do know. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? And don't, don't dim yourself down, you okay. know? Self-doubt and different things like that, that's going to creep in. You did what I'm saying, but all of us have a gift. And you may not know what it is. I didn't know what mine was. You know what I'm saying? I used to didn't think that I had one. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all have a gift. You dig what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I used to I used to do this thing where, you know, how people want to say, um, how people say, well, I don't know what my purpose in life is, right? Mm-hmm. And I am one of those people. I don't get caught up, I guess, for me in saying what my purpose is supposed to be because I was so fucked up for so much of my life that now I'm just living my life. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that my purpose is to live and to share my experiences. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's about, again, making an impact. And I know that I've made an impact in people's lives. And I know what that makes me feel you dig what I'm saying and I want everyone to know that they have the ability to make an impact as well big or small they absolutely do you absolutely have the ability to make an impact big or small I Mm -hmm. promise you somebody needs to read your story Mm -hmm. there there is someone who needs to read the story that you are writing Period. No matter what you think like about your own life, like the experiences, the culmination of experiences that you have mm-hmm. is literally, if you had not experienced the things that you experienced and then talked about it and shared it, I promise you there would be somebody who is like still locked up in what they don't know. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. Still That's locked right. up in what they can't figure out on their own. It's because you were supposed to say that message. You were supposed to write that story for them. I so agree. I mm-hmm. promise you somebody need to read the story that you write. That's right. I'm trying to tell you. Baby. Right. That's you know, because I still feel as though people are still inspired by regular people. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. when, when we were, when we first was going through pandemic, right? And people was literally losing their jobs, um, losing their homes and, and um, you know, family passing away and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I can't even remember this, uh, his name because, you know, I'm older. I think I might get it right. Lil Uzi Vert. Uh-huh. <laughs> the rapper. Yeah. 
Girl, he got a $24 million peak diamond in his surgically. Remember that? Yeah. This was during pandemic. People were losing their jobs. And this fool, I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with celebrities. I'm finished. And so yeah. that's when, you know, TikTok was really giving you a window into the world of other people. You right. know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, this this is where I need to be. I don't give a damn what a, a Kardashian or any of these people have to say. These are the people that are making the real impact, us regular folks. You Absolutely. dig what I'm saying? Baby. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you just said a mouthful right there, honey, because celebrities are not living a life that we lead. Like they not. No. They they oh. that's a whole nother. That's a whole, you on a whole nother playing field with that, you know, mm-hmm. but to see people, I mean, you get to on TikTok, you get to see people's morning routines. Like, what yes. do you do? I want to see your whole makeup routine. I want to see what you chose to wear that day. Girl, what did you plan on eating? Like, maybe I'll get some inspiration, you know, because That's right. you never really know what people are going through first of all you don't understand the ruts that people be in and like just literally one thing auntie one thing that you do can change the trajectory of somebody's day their week and this is what I preach about on my channel all the time you Mm -hmm. have absolutely no idea the impact that you could have Mm -hmm. so it's 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 really up to you to be as authentic to yourself as you possibly can Let's go. and live from that place of authenticity. Mm-hmm. That's very important because, okay. yeah, be, I mean, you're robbing yourself of it if you're not. Yeah. Be authentic. Just be you. Some people gonna rock with you, some not. And, and that's okay. It is, it is like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. If everybody like you, it's something wrong. Something is wrong. Baby, let's go. Very wrong. Let's go. You you ain't doing something right, baby. I promise you, you're not. Period. Agree. (laughs) Write that down too, y'all. If y'all need that, write that down too. I'm trying to tell you if you not, if you got people in your life that just look like I ain't no way. It's not way. way because one of two things is happening. Either you're not setting any boundaries with people mm-hmm. or you're not living authentically. There's that's no correct. Cause that's everything right. that you do is going to piss somebody off. That's right. It could mm-hmm. be the way you brush your hair. That's right. Somebody off. Like I, that's right. Honey. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so what has helped you heal the most on this journey? You know, I am, I don't know if I, I I guess I will use the word heal. Sure. Um, I've, I've just, to me, it's discovery. Discover. See, I like that. I like that framing. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are some things, means that have happened in my life that has happened to me that will, I will forever be scarred. Yeah. You understand? However, the discoveries on how I made it through that. Yeah. You know, the reflection on how I was feeling, mm-hmm. the lessons that I learned, and if I'm ever in this situation again, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, that's a discovery in all a part of my journey. 
You get yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not walking around anymore with open wounds. No. You know what I'm saying? So in that instance, yes, um, I have healed based on what I have discovered about myself. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll even go back to again about my addiction. I had to discover new ways to deal with my emotions and to be present. Yeah. Because that's what I would use it for to get outside of myself, mm-hmm. to not want to deal with life. And I've had to discover ways on how to handle happiness, joy, sadness, depression, anger, confusion. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I, I I would prefer to use the word discovery versus heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's ongoing. And it's like um I have this huge map and I am just traveling uh to different uncharted lands is where I'm going and I'm discovering something new and different about myself almost every other day like real real spell almost every other day things I didn't know that I was capable of feelings that I have my ideas um and you know different belief systems things that I used to believe in that I don't believe in now it's it's all a journey it's all discovery you did Absolutely. And I feel that in a very deep place. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Like that uncharted territory. See, that's the one that they don't prepare you for. Right. When you get to, it's like you get to a fork in the road. I was telling somebody this the other day, one of my very good girlfriends, and she actually was on the podcast as well. (laughs) So I was telling her, I was like, you know, you get to a place where it's like a fork in the road. And on one side of the fork, it's all the things that you've done before that you know end a certain way. Mm-hmm. Whether they worked out or if they didn't work out, you know how it's going to end. And every single time you take that route, it's going to end similarly. Right. Or you could choose the other side that it ain't got nothing on it. It's like a blank slate. You don't even have no street signs. It ain't got no nothing on it. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. you have absolutely no idea what you're doing, but you discover a different milestone every step you take. That's it. That's it. And it requires an immense amount of determination. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. To be authentically who you are and who you were sent to be to take that empty, blank, uncharted territory road. Most definitely. I, I could not agree with you more. Um, you know, it is so easy when you talk about determination, it's really easy for us to give up. You did. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it, this is continuous. Yeah. Like when I talk about your journey, um, when we talk about healing, when we talk about self-care, when we talk about self-awareness, you know, it's really cute for, you know, me to say, hey, you know, you go on your healing journey. Listen, it's shit. It is shit. It is not, I'm not going to get up here and tell you that, yes, and then, you know, I did my breathing, and then the next thing you know, everything just came to fruition. Hell no. It is ugly. It is uh, scary. Uh, It is uh, challenging. You want to give up. When you sit with yourself and sit in your shit, it is real. (laughs) It is (laughs) 
You understand? It is continuous. I have had to look at some of the most, and I'm just going to say it how I would say it in a TikTok, looking at some of the most fucked up parts of myself. Yeah. And being like, yo, is this you? Yes, that is me. And wow. You know what I'm saying? What the hell is wrong with you, girl? Like, I can't even believe that this is who the hell I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and working on being a different version of myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yo, it was it's hard. It's hard. And it is de- <laughs> it was also depressing. And you know, yeah, yes, because like I said, everybody wants to you know, sometimes make this pretty. It's not, it is not pretty. If you, when you decide to go on this journey of self-discovery or healing, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, baby, make sure that, um, you know, you do have a support system. If you yes. Need. That is so uh, make important. Sure, yes. Make sure you do have available resources if you need them, because there are going to be some times where you look at yourself and wow, you're going to be like, this me yeah to get to that love to get to that self-awareness to get to that place baby your knees gonna be bloody your hands I mean I was there were some points where I felt like I was crawling yep you know what I'm saying to get to this place Mm -hmm. but it is oh so worth it like where I am now how fruitful my relationships are now, yeah. um, how I am able to, to deal with things so much better now than I used to. I have more positive ways on how to deal with things instead of toxic ways. My thing always used to be, I used to numb myself a lot. I numbed myself with drugs and alcohol all my life, all my life. So Sometimes even to this day, it can be overwhelming a little bit to be present and to feel feelings, to feel all those feelings, but I have to, you know what I'm saying? That's what makes me better. That's what makes me be able to relate to people more. Um, I do, of course, have my battles because I do have, um, you know, mental health diagnosis, which that is, can be challenging, you know what I'm saying? Um, But I am aware of that. And, you know, I do what it is that I need to do again to get through that. But again, that's the self-awareness, right? That's the knowing of what I need to know about myself to get here to this point. You dig? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Listen, that radical accountability is literally, is is the biggest necessity in anything that you do in terms of your self-discovery. Yeah. (laughs) Like you... I promise you mm-hmm. the moment you decide to be like, you know what? I was a bitch. Yeah. That wasn't nice of me to say that to that person. Yeah. And you know what? I should have spoken up for myself. Like I was mm-hmm. acting weak in that moment. And this is how, and then understanding that just because you were that or you experienced those traits, it don't mean that you are that now. Period. And that you have to continue being that. And so that's where that radical accountability comes in. It is, I was that, but I ain't now. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Them people in your past, they may live there, but you don't. And there's going to be people. 
it's going to be people popping up trying to like remind you of ways that you were before you were radically honest with yourself and like before you started that discovery process and to that i say fuck them people period that's my philosophy i'm trying to tell you like i mean and i say that with my whole entire chest with my whole entire chest because you know at the end of the day it's like this will people say well you know i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me and i do say that and i i mean it like 80 20 so like for example you know i say it like this I don't care what insignificant people think about me. Facts. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You're insignificant to me. I don't give a shit. My mama told me she was proud of me for the first time last year. Oh. And I wept. I made a TikTok about it, as a matter of fact. And I wept, you know? To have her tell me that, what that meant to me, my hand on everything I love, yo. Like, because I'm trying to tell you, I put this woman through hell from a teenager to an adult and for her to tell me that she was proud of me yo you know so i don't care what anybody insignificant has to say about me you know what i'm saying i stand in my shit i'm 10 toes down in my shit you know what i'm saying um like i was talking to you um earlier today now a lot of people think that because somebody vibrates high that means that they can uh, do and say whatever the hell it is they want to them no baby i do pick and choose my battles but when i come i'm coming (laughs) <laughs> please don't when i come i'm coming yes. you get what i'm saying yeah but i do have a, a lot more discernment when it comes down to what i'm giving my energy to absolutely uh, because i do know how important my energy protection is you get what i'm saying absolutely please don't mm-hmm. let the love and light fool you please don't <laughs> like uh- it's the reason that i was just saying this the reason that this side exists is because of the other side that existed as well I just gotta chill. So please don't don't play with me. (laughs) Like, don't do that. Don't play with me. You know, we know what to give, like you said, what to give that energy to and what not to give that energy to Mm -hmm. because we also understand our triggers and we don't have to allow those triggers to take over us. Like that's that's a part of that discovery process too. It's like, okay, this type of stuff makes me upset. Uh Uh-huh. And then, let's, you know, yeah, I fuck with you. Like, yeah, like, no, 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 no. Like, this right here is not going to work for me. <laughs> like, it don't work for me. It could work right. for you, but it don't work for me. Okay? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's right. Like, for Riyadh. So yeah. we, um, I feel like we touched on this a little bit, but I will ask you specifically, what is your life philosophy Yes. Okay. So like I said, my philosophy is really simple. Again, my mission statement, you know, stay out of fuck shit. Don't do fuck shit. Facts. <laughs> live and let live, love and let love. When I leave this earth, I want to have made some type of difference. That's right. And I'm just hoping or I think that everybody should feel that way. Some type of difference to somebody. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's just my philosophy. It's real simple. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, I want to leave this earth with my contribution, making it a little bit better. You dig what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, And like I said, don't 
Don't be in fuck shit. Stay out of fuck shit. Live and let live. Love and let love. You dig? Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is today. Because <laughs> it can switch it up. At it can switch up tomorrow. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A period. And that is what it is. Yeah. Please know. It, it is, it's evolving. The philosophy evolves you know yeah. what I mean? it yeah. evolves as you evolve and that that's just right. let's be very clear about that that's right that's okay. right so how how can people become the best versions of themselves in your opinion um i believe that people can become the best versions of themselves by you really getting real with yourself and knowing yourself yeah. for example i have a friend who when she talks about doing things for, she doesn't even know how to start a sentence by saying this is what she's doing for herself. Mm. She doesn't even recognize that a lot of what she talks about are the things that she's doing for other people, right? So I think, again, it's all about the precondition. We've been preconditioned to where laser focusing on ourselves is being seen as selfish. And we feel guilty for that. You get, you have to get out of that yeah. in order for you to start any type of journeys in regarding regarding yourself. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that is the main thing that I had to hold on to in order for me to do what it is I need to do to get where it is that I am right now. You did, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's a major key. You got to be honest with yourself. That's a major key. You have to be honest with yourself, really look at yourself, but you're going to have to take that time in order to do that. This isn't no overnight shit. It's your lane. You know what I'm saying? It was, I'm I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, baby. If you thought it was, it ain't. It, it's not okay. It's not. I'm 45. You think what I'm saying, baby? It's a process. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. We think that I know I, for the longest, I'm 28 now, mm-hmm. but for the longest time, it was like striving to 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Mm-hmm. And so here I am like right next to the door of 30. And it's like, I don't want no kids right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't feel like I have it all together at 30. I feel like I'm still discovering elements of myself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I am not fully grown still like and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So we we place so much emphasis on like milestones and where we should be at a certain time and in a certain. Oh, exactly. And Yo, then, I threw that away early in the game. I threw throw that away. It away. Throw mm-hmm. it away. Because mm-hmm. I promise you that is a one-way ticket to anxiety hell. Right there. Oh, they, oh, baby, not only is it a one-way ticket, it is a vacation house. The whole nine yards. Like, it, it, with me being 45, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've only been clean for seven years. You know what I'm saying? So I am learning and living this new life. I'm an infant in this life. Other people may, that are 45, may look at me and be like, well, girl, you know, you should really be here. No, I'm right where ah, I'm supposed ah. to be. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Um, normalize figuring it out at 40 
normalize wanting to change careers at 50. Precisely. Normalize maybe finally wanting to settle down at 55. I don't have any children. I'm 45 years old. You think I'm saying? And that's okay. That is perfectly okay. You are not going to, and for those of you all who have already figured it out, great for you. However, for those of us who have not, you're okay. Yeah. You are perfectly okay. If you don't know what the hell you want to do at 30 or where you want to go, it's all right, baby. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I talked about that a little bit excuse me, on my channel where it was like, I don't believe in late bloomers. Mm-hmm. I believe that flowers bloom when they're ready. Period. Simple. Period. Yes, <laughs> that's simple. I love it. That's right. So that's, I, I love that you, that you bring that perspective to the conversation because somebody needed to hear that. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody needed to grasp onto that point specifically. That's right. So. Most definitely. I mean, we have all gone through the things that we've gone through. Like I said, somebody else may look at me at 45 years old and say, well, gosh, you should really be here, but you're here, but you don't know my story. You don't know that from 18 through my whole adult life, I shoved drugs up my nose all my life. excuse me so me finally being seven years sober or seven years clean i'm right where i'm supposed to be exactly i'm I'm learning and adulting and functioning very well but even though you feel that i should be here no baby stay in your lane i'm where i'm supposed to be no because how do you drive my ship exactly how do you do that like how you gonna how you gonna tell me the directions on my Mm -hmm. boat like, how did that work? That part. Absolutely not. That's right, baby. So in that same vein, and this is what I ask all of my guests that graciously come on the show. Okay. How do you celebrate yourself? Mm, how do I celebrate myself? Oh, man, well, lots of different ways. Okay. Um, I celebrate myself um, if if I'm doing something that's like monetary wise or whatever, yeah. um, I celebrate myself um, every other month. Um, I go out uh, to this to a really nice restaurant. There's one restaurant here in my city that I absolutely love, which is called River and Rail. I absolutely love it. I go there so much that the server, I don't even look at the menu, regardless if it's winter, spring or summer. They know exactly what I want. And I spend that time with myself. I also celebrate myself by doing what I like to call self-improvement projects on myself. So one huge project that I'm doing right now is I quit smoking Yeah. Um, because I said, Hey, you're worth this, but let's do this. You know what I'm saying? And so I am at day um, 58. Yeah. Two days from 60. Yeah. So another thing that I'm doing for myself, because I'm in a, this again, is it a celebration of me is, is that I am working on my outer shell, right? Because now that I'm mentally healthy, I need really need to be physically healthy as well. Mm-hmm. So my celebrations are, of course, of course, things like getting my hair done and nails and stuff like that. But my celebrations are my self-improvement, yes. if that makes sense. Um, because I'm really into 
you know, the change, the growth, right? Yeah. And for a long time, I did not think that I was worth my own attention. Mm. And now I know that I am worth my own attention. Yes. So these are the things that I do for myself to give myself this attention. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for it right now. Honey, I'm here for that too. I love that. I love that so much. This, mm. These are the ways that I give myself attention. Yeah. That's dope. That is. Well, I appreciate you coming onto the Healed podcast. I had such a fun time. I had an amazing time with you. Um, so first of all, before we go, please mm-hmm. tell everybody where they can find you on these internet streets. Ooh, these internet streets. Okay, so I'm on IG. My IG um, username or whatever you want to call it over there. I don't even know what I call it over there. I'm, <laughs> I'm growing my platform over there. It's be great, you dig. And then, of course, on TikTok under my actual name, Sekithia, S-E-K-E-I-T-H-I-A, all day um, on TikTok. Awesome. Well, y'all go ahead and go follow Miss Sakithia on both of those platforms, honey. You will not regret that follow at all. I promise you that. And also, like I said at the top of this episode, if you are not following the Hilt podcast on TikTok and Instagram, listen, go on ahead and follow TikTok. Excuse me, follow the Hilt podcast on TikTok and Instagram. That is the Hilt podcast that's healed with the T at the end podcast. And baby, leave us a comment letting us know what you want to hear so we can talk about what you want to hear, child. I heard but that. In the meantime, as always, I love y'all. Stay awesome and stay healing. Bye. <laughs>